We have now added a new and revolutionary increase in destruction. Des and Troy. You see, when you put them together, they destroy. We got company. Hang on. What is going on, everybody? Hello. It is the Daily Destroyer, Week 14 DFS Show, Dynasty Warzone Network. As always, joined by Lou, I am Tyler. Let's break down that slate, as we always do, starting off at the quarterback position. When you look at this list of quarterbacks here, Lou, price, always uh, something we take into account. You know, where do, uh, you know, where do your eyes draw you? Where, what's like one of the plays that like you're either like pretty locked on to is, a, is like a... As a guy, you're, you're going to be clicking to get in those matchups or somebody you're absolutely avoiding. Just uh, where are your thoughts uh, right off the bat here at QB? Yeah, I think it it's one of those weeks where you have a lot of options at, at quarterback, I think. You go basically either side of this Detroit-Minnesota game. If you want to pay down, you have Goff and Huntley right there, 55-5600. The top-end guys aren't in all that great of matchups. Uh, Hertz is probably the best of, of the three 8K quarterbacks. Mm. So I think at weeks like this, I'm fine with paying down. It's tough for me deciding between Huntley and, and Goff, I think. Um, Huntley has a good floor. His last six games that he's played, he has at least 40 rushing yards on the ground. So he has a decent floor because of his rushing. I don't know how much he'll do passing, however. He did rush in a touchdown last week, so you have that that's sort of upside to him. I think Goff is more likely to hit 300 yard bonus, have multiple touchdowns thrown. So, uh, sell me on, on one of these two guys, which one you like more than the other. Um, in cash, I'm probably going Huntley just cause I think there's a little bit more of a floor there. Um, you know, I, I love what Jared Goff is doing that the Lions are operating at an, a, you know, borderline elite level on offense. Um, it's just at the same time, you know, I, am I trusting Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions quite yet? Um, no, I, I'm not. I, I think I'm cool with Jared Goff, uh, but I'll likely go Tyler Huntley. It's $100 cheaper. We're getting the rushing there. I'm not necessarily scared. You know, the pit defense has been solid, but it's nothing that I'm necessarily scared of. I, I, you can definitely rush on the on the pit uh, defense. So, to me, I'll just be leaning Huntley. I really I think it just comes down to that rushing floor that I'm looking for in cash. Do I think the ceiling is as high? I think, you know, like you mentioned, Goff could throw for 303. We don't see Huntley doing that. But the floor just feels better with Huntley, and he seems like a pretty safe cash play for the week. Um, I think just today, today's uh, Friday we're recording. Um, Harbaugh just said that you know, it'll be Tyler this week. So, Huntley seems like the guy for me. Yeah, I think... Huntley is probably where I'll end up going. Uh, I might feel more safety paying up to to Gino. Not really sure. Gino's a guy like, yeah. There's not a ton of like other value in in these other positions. Guys that we've been playing for value in the past few weeks have been priced up a little bit. So depends on where the rest of my lineup ends up. Uh, But yeah, I think I lean Huntley as well for cash. Yeah. Other side of the ball with golf, though. Kirk Cousins, any thoughts there? 
Yeah, I like Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think he's generally safe. You know, Justin Jefferson has just been smashing pretty much every week, and he's got a very easy matchup here this week, which helps Cousins as far as getting uh, floor. I think Cousins will be pretty popular. That stack, and- this, this is going to be the most common game I think people are going to go to for stacking purposes. So it's tough to do that in tournaments because you kind of, like, how are you getting different? You probably have to go with, like, Hawkinson and not Jefferson or something like that in that lineup, which I don't really like playing Cousins with that Jefferson. So um, I think it's fine if you do it in cash. I think I prefer Gino, however. But, uh, yeah, I think Cousins is, is in a good spot this week as well. We forget that J- Justin Jefferson went three for 14 last time they met the Lions, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, not saying he's going to do it again, but I just thought that was interesting that we saw Jay Jeff's uh, worst game of the year come against the Lions in week three. So maybe he has a little bit of a revenge narrative here. Anyways, quarterback, uh, pool of three, Lou. Huntley, Geno, and Goff. Going over to the running backs, um, I don't think there's a lot of really clear options here. Uh, there's not a lot of value to be had, in my opinion, at least as of yet. Um, none of injury news has been out. I know there's some we're still waiting on that could free something up. But as of Friday, there's not a ton. I think the one guy that I am pretty comfortable locking into my lineups at this point in time is going to be DeAndre Swift at 5,800. He's below 6K, um, and we just saw his workload ramp back up. I know he was injured a bit, and they were kind of uh, – Lane often, and you know Jamal Williams is still going to be a factor. But what I saw last week out of DeAndre Swift makes me feel good about playing him. Like he's getting enough run. Uh, we know he's got the burst. They're using, you know, still using Jamal around the goal line, but they'll still use Swift. There's just enough work at 5800 in a matchup against the Minnesota Vikings, who are, you know, over the last five weeks have been like the, the a print fest in terms of who you're playing against. Uh, their defense has been putrid. Uh, Vikings defense is terrible. So I just look at Swift at this price at 58, and I just find that there's an easy way to save money early. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it's tough to find some savings on the slate. So like, I think as as we get there, like. These guys like Swift that are under 6K are just so juicy in, in this matchup that everyone wants to play this game. I think I'll probably end up doing it. You almost have to. Like He's getting a lot of high-value touches. Um, he's getting touchdowns. He's getting the, the receptions. He's, at this point, might be safer than Jamal Williams, right? I, like Jamal okay Williams is basically the same price. Jamal Williams um, needs a touchdown. I mean, and, and yeah, Swift doesn't. And, yeah. and in tournaments, he probably needs two uh maybe not at that price but the way he's been playing like he, i mean he gets basically a touchdown every week though so it, it's also hard to just get away from him but that might be a good pivot in tournaments uh people are finally back on swift now you play jamal and hope that he gets those two touchdowns and swift gets done so that's probably in cash you play swift but in tournaments jamal might actually be the better play this week all right, let's go to the top because I think the, really the questions at the running backs lie um, with who's going to be, you know, which higher price running backs do we go to? Um, you know, let's do an arbitrary cutoff with Joe Mixon at 69 and work our way up. You got Mixon at 69, Dalvin 73, Chubb 78, Henry 79, Saquon 8, McCaffrey 85. Out of those, what is that, six guys that I would consider the higher price dudes? Is there is there a clear fade or a clear lock in there for you? Your thoughts? Dalvin's my favorite GPP play. I think everyone's going to want to be playing the passing attack of these teams in this game. 
uh, I think there'll be people that that play Dalvin. He won't be like unowned because of this game, but uh, he's probably my favorite of them in tournaments because seventy three hundred people aren't really clicking that price in general. Uh, but I think Derrick Henry is is potentially going to be the highest owned running back on the slate. Uh, just he's facing the Jags. He smashes every team in his division every time. Averaging over 100 yards, rushing a game against the Jags in 11 matchups against them. He didn't do that much last week, but there's this narrative around Derrick Henry when it gets cold out. Dehember, it's uh, it didn't work out last week. He only had 30 yards, but I think people are gonna go right back on him this week. 7900 under 8K for Derrick Henry. People are gonna look at that and just feel like it's cheap for a guy who is almost a lock to get 100 yards and touchdown this week. So uh, Henry's probably the guy I'm going to in tournaments, but that's going to leave Saquon Barkley under-owned. Um, so I think Barkley is a great pivot um, in tournaments where the way you can beat up on the Eagles' defense a little bit is by running the ball, and Saquon has a, a very high percentage of uh, the the rushing share. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Really like Saquon. I was a pivot off of Henry in tournaments. Um, so those are probably my favorite plays up top. Going down towards the middle a little bit, um, you know, around that DeAndre Swift range, 58. There's a couple names that stick out to me. Um, first is going to be Isaiah Pacheco, 57. We've seen a pretty solid workload there, and we know that passing against the Broncos isn't necessarily easy. I still ex- expect Mahomes to be fine, but uh, the path of least resistance, let's say, uh, when moving the ball against the the Broncos is going to definitely be on the ground. And I think that when I last checked, the Chiefs are also, I think, nine-point favorites, which really lend themselves to wanting to run the ball in this one. So Pacheco at 57, um, and Donta Foreman um, just got cleared. He's going to play 54. He's in a very soft matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, I think the concern with both these guys, Pacheco and Foreman, is they don't catch a lot of balls, um, but they both get a lot of volume in, in some matchups here. So, um, you know, those two guys that I find myself wanting to click, um, kind of leaning Foreman over Pacheco if I need to, but your thoughts on these two? Yeah, I think in Kansas City, they have pretty clear running back uh, roles where Pacheco is more of the rusher and McKinnon is more of the pass catching back. In a game like this, Against the Broncos, nine and a half point favorites, I would expect Pacheco to get more work than McKinnon, just because like I don't expect this game to be any sort of shootout. It's gonna be more of a grudge match, so I probably prefer Pacheco between the the two on on that team. But I don't know; it's it's tough uh, to trust Pacheco uh, because he doesn't have for DK scoring specifically. He doesn't really have a pass catching role. Uh, neither does Dante Foreman, but. I think he's got a much better matchup on the ground. Um, would be interesting if Rashad White, if Fournette were to miss, but I don't, I don't really expect Fournette to miss, but they also have the hardest matchup possible. Um, so not really loving too many of the guys in this range. I think for Price, I would probably lean Foreman because 5,400, mm-hmm. there's a lot you could do. Saving there, but all these guys are, are kind of meh. Um Probably the only guy I'm interested in looking at cheap is Travis Homer, and that's just if if he's the only guy for the Seahawks, I yes. would prefer him over these guys. Uh, but also just the fact that the running back situation there, I think he'll get work either way. So probably in tournaments you can play him because he likely has a pass uh, passing role either way. 
um, no matter who the starting running back is there. He'll probably get some work this week anyway, and it's a very good matchup against the Panthers. And we know that the Houston Texans are just a good matchup for running backs in general. Um, the price is, is not exactly what I, you know, a smash here, but Pollard 67 and Zeke sitting down at 61. Is there interest there in a really good matchup where we expect a lot of points from the Cowboys? And they're going to be up, so probably a lot of points on the ground. Yeah, they have the easiest matchup for, for running backs um, against the Texans. Cowboys have just been putting up points too that's what i'm saying um, man real life points so the issue i have with this is is choosing between the two so both of them are in a good matchup we've seen like both of them could probably can get a touchdown in this game pollard has the bigger big play ability uh and against the, the texans like man he could have 40 yard touchdowns very easily here i think um both of them are good i probably won't go there in cash because of their split pollard has taken a back seat to Zeke's and Zeke's back, but less so than he had earlier in the year. So Pollard still has a, a pretty decent role. And if there's a big, we saw it last week as well. Like they're both going to get theirs. And um, the Texans actually have been somewhat decent against opposing uh, wide receivers and mm-hmm. QBs. Part of that is because you can just, they're just a run funnel. But um, at the end of the day, like I probably have a lot more interest in both of these backs than um, someone like CD Lamb this week. So I think I'm fine playing them. I don't think I'll do it in cash, but I think tournaments, they're very fair game. Any uh, Zonovan Knight love left? 5,100. I know it's Buffalo. Yeah. The defense is tough, but, you know, he's the kind, I, I think the matchup isn't as bad as it seems. And the coaches seem to really like him. He looks like the best back we've seen on the Jets since Brees Hall. Uh, the price seems to be right. I mean, obviously, it's, it's probably easier to go Travis Homer. But let's just say, you know, he's do see DJ Dallas or Walker or something. We're not thinking about Homer in that same range. Is there any thoughts on going back to Zonovan Knight? Yeah. I think, like, I, I'm not trying to play too much from this game. I think it's going, it's divisional game. They're both, they both still have a chance of uh, winning this division. If Jets were to win this game, um, I think they have a decent shot. But um, Jets still trying to make the playoffs, like, they're going to be playing this game hard. Could be somewhat defensive and more of a grudge match. Um, I think Zonovan is the guy there, though, at this point. So 5,100, the price tag itself, like he he probably has more of a pass game role than Foreman and Pacheco. Um, and I think I might prefer him over them because of price. But I don't know if I can do it in cash with Good this fair. matchup. Um, I think if you want to play the Jets win this game in that narrative in tournaments, you play him and their defense together. Their defense did somewhat shut down Allen last time they played. Uh, They had two picks on him and didn't allow a touchdown. So I think uh, Zonovan is good in tournaments. I don't know if I could do it in cash, though. Any other running backs you want to talk about before we jump to the pool and shift over? No, I think – Miles Sanders maybe is is a good price, sixty two hundred. He's had some big games this season. Um, might get overlooked with with like Zeke there. He's around Swift price, so um, he's probably the only other one that I'd, I'd consider. All right, going over to the wide receivers. I mean, the question we ask ourselves: Are we just going back to almost exactly what we did last week? And that's going to be Amon Ross St. Brown. 
under 8K, been on an absolute tear, gets touchdowns, gets tons of volume, gets lots of yards, and he's still not priced in the 8,000s yet. Your thoughts on Amon Ross St. Brown in cash? Auto-click again, or do you have pause? Yeah, I feel like it's tough because he's been on such a run on, on touchdowns, and this, this game should be high-scoring, and he's such a crazy target share in this offense that I'll probably be throwing a lot. So it's hard not to click him. He's going to be so owned at this point. It's almost like a block. You just kind of lock him in. Uh, I think if he was like 8,400, there'd be a lot more pause. But, yeah, I feel like he's just – he's still probably going to get you 20 fantasy points. He's going to get, you know, like eight catches, 100 yards, even if he doesn't get a touchdown. So um, he's pretty much a lock probably until he fails in your cash lineups. And of that same vein and same thought, Almost identically, Garrett Wilson, 5,900 under 6K, also been on a tear, getting crazy volume, looks like he's elite. Under 6K for Garrett Wilson, I know the matchup, we talked about it, but I mean, it, it, we had to, they had a really tough matchup last week and it didn't matter. So, Garrett Wilson, yeah. Amir, are we going right back to Amon Ra and going right back to Garrett Wilson, starting how we started last week? I think I'm more likely to fade Wilson. Now his, his price is getting up there. Um, not the easiest matchup for them. But again, like he's he's their guy, and they need to win this game. Um, guys around him, like crazy to think, but Debo Samuel is only two hundred more than him right now. Um, he's just getting up there in price. There's Devonta Smith and Amari Cooper, Mike Mike Evans, like these other guys that are pretty close in price to him. Um, I think he'll be very owned once again, though. And another one, like until he fails, like he people are going to still plug him in. So. Probably his last week under 6K, so uh, I think he's still worthy of cash consideration. But um, to me, like if if I need to save the money at wide receiver, I think he would be the one that I would come off of. Understood. All right, let's talk about some guys at the top now. Um, you know, obviously we'll, we'll omit Amara St. Brown because we've already talked about him, but there's that leaves four ahead of him. Jamar Chase back healthy, 79. A.J. Brown tore it up last week, A.K. Stephon Diggs always seems like a good play, but we talked about you know missing this game, 83. And then all the way in 9K, J. Jeff in this game against the Lions where we expect there to be a lot of points. Where does your interest lie? Where's your fades lie in these top four in Chase, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, and Justin Jefferson? Jefferson's probably my favorite. Just love this game. He's just been – he pretty much kills it every week. This is another matchup where – Likely over 100 yards, probably going to get a touchdown or two in this game. Like, uh, He's definitely my favorite. Don't love Diggs because of this matchup, uh, but, I mean, you can play Diggs any week. A.J. Brown, even after smashing last week, he's he's just become – he's kind of like the Nick Chubb of wide receivers where he just keeps coming in under-owned each mm-hmm. and every week, even when he smashes. He can smash any week. I probably would prefer him to digs this week uh jamar chase now he's back healthy under eight 8k um i like him too so probably my favorite is jesse jefferson uh and then from there i'll probably go aj brown because i think he'll be lower owned than the other three yeah AJ Brown's one of the ones I'm looking at this week if I got the money to do it. Um, the Giants um, run a lot of man coverage. 
Um, and if there's one wide receiver I know that can absolutely obliterate man coverage, it's A.J. Brown. I think it's uh, – I made a call in another pod that um, we saw a huge A.J. Brown game, revenge game against the Titans, but I think we see something similar again this week. Um, I'm calling two touchdowns, 100 yards to A.J. Brown. So that said, I'm trying to fit him in the lineups. Don't know if I can do it for sure yet, but I really like him. Let's yeah. – um, the only issue I have, uh, he does have somewhat of a tough matchup. Giants have been holding wide receivers uh, decently well. So that's my one concern. But I think just because of ownership and he's one of those guys that I want to call him completely like matchup proof. But uh, we've seen him. Grown ass man. He can uh, beat pretty much any matchup. Let's shift down into some cheaper plays. I expect there to be a lot of interest in. Um... I think two that stick out to me is going to be uh, DJ Moore at 55. I mean, I think a lot of people are going to say, seen with Darnold two weeks ago and say, wow, like they got it all sorted out. And then even cheaper, um, Adam Thielen at 49. We talked about a lot of points in this matchup. Um, Adam Thielen is probably going to be a really popular play because he is only 49, but it is a good way to get cheap in a game where we expect there to be a lot of points. Um, and he's the second or third option there. So I expect there to be a decent amount of Thielen. Um, Probably a decent amount of DJ Moore, but not as much. But those are two guys, I think, in that price range at 55 to 5,000 where um, I see myself at least having interest in those two. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think um, it's hard for me to play Chalky Adam Thielen in 2022. But, I mean, with that price in this matchup, it's a great way to pivot off of uh, Jefferson in if you're going to be stacking Cousins. But if he's going to be Chalky, it's just another reason not to be playing Cousins because everyone's coming with him um, in ownership. So I think I prefer Zay Jones uh, at that price range. He's just like younger and more of more likely to be the number one look uh, for Lawrence. So I think for me, if I'm going in this, this range, which I probably will be, um, it's Jones for me. Uh, another guy it's Michael Gallup at 4,600. We saw him get two touchdowns last week. Maybe he's back, as mentioned before. Like I, They're probably going to run a lot more, but if they get a lead, maybe he got just a touchdown uh, early on in that game, has like 340 in, in a touchdown or something. Because at that price, I think it's a pretty good price for, for Gallup as well. I mean, I, uh, we talked about it last week, but I mean, Tyler Lockett, um, we talked about like in Geno Smith in this price. one. Um, he's just been getting it done. I, I talked about fading him last week because he had four weeks straight with a touchdown. Well, guess what? He just got five. Is he going to make it six? I think he's at least worth talking about. Yeah, and uh, didn't he have a run like this last year too? Where yeah, he just like was, it sounds was right. getting a touchdown like every week. 6500 same price every single week, and you can just play him every single week, and he gets there. Uh, if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's probably going to get like six catches and 80, 100 yards. So, um, I think he's fine if you're in that price range. If you don't want to play Garrett Wilson or you have the extra 600 to go up to lock it, um, yeah, I think it's it's perfectly fine to get there. What about like the cheap cheapies? Or cheap cheapies? You, uh, like like you... 3,500 and under is actually interesting. This yeah, because it's because we're plays. looking at what Cooks and Nico Collins could be out, so that puts Chris Moore at 34 and Dorsett at the 3K in play. Uh, probably not doing that. Um, I, I mean, maybe if you have to punt, but like my, my greater concern here is, is just wide receivers uh, against the Cowboys have a tough time in general. And then you add in the fact that how bad the Texans are. And then you add in the fact that how bad Davis Mills is 
Like, I, I just I can't stomach that. I mean, I'm not going that cheap. I don't think I need to go that cheap for my lineup this week. Um, I think, like, if I guess if I'm going cheaper, I'm probably avoiding that 3K range. I would have interest in DJ Chark at 43, get a piece of this game. I don't necessarily think DJ Chark's going to be extremely owned. You know, I think a lot of people are going to go other routes in this game. Um, and DJ Chark has a full-time role and, and has been looking good since he's been back from injury. So I think if I had to go cheaper. What about Jameson? Is it Jameson time? Uh, I don't know if it just yet, but uh, we'll see. Should be think, a good game for it. Uh, yeah, it could be. Um, but I think we at least got one more week of, of DJ Chark. So yeah. I, I'm willing to go there. I think uh, if you want to play, well, first off in the cheapies, uh, Kendall Hinton might get some steam here. Um, 3,400 against the Chiefs. But I don't know. I don't really trust the Broncos offense anymore. Um, one guy who I think is is somewhat interesting I like playing the who's the chalkiest running back, play the uh, wide receivers from that team instead. Uh, Robert Woods, 4,500, uh, 4, and Nick uh, Nick Westbrook. I think those two are somewhat interesting. Uh, if you're not going to be playing uh, Henry on a, on a team and you want to still have a piece of that game, mm-hmm. uh, having like a mini stack of, of Woods and Zay Jones being cheap is somewhat interesting to me. Uh, you could pay up at, at these other positions if you do that. Any other wide receivers you want to talk about here? I think that we're, I can't roll through this list right now. I can't find somebody <laughs> that really interests me at this point. But nope. I think uh, not really looking at some of the, the guys with, with tougher matchups, like the Chris Godwin, Mike Evans tier either. But, I mean, Chris Godwin just gets there every week too. So wouldn't hate it if you do it. It's just a tough matchup. Just go five, pool of five wide receivers. Sure. Uh, Jefferson, Amon Ra. Uh, I'll go with Garrett Wilson. And then Zay Jones. Is that four? Uh, yeah, and more. Michael Gallup. Perfect. All right. Shifting over to tight ends, man. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, I kind of have this down at this point in time. Um I'm not paying up. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 76 is a fine price, but again, it's Denver Broncos. I don't think I can. I think if I'm th- – there's two ways that I'm going to go here. I think Greg Dulcich, um, 3,400 against um, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, again, it's tough to trust Russ Wilson, but, you know, Dulcich, he's got at least some big playability. Um, but I think the direction that I want to go with Burks likely out is uh, Chig Okonkwo. Um, Chig Okonkwo. 2700 they really ramped up his playtime and ramped up his uh it just in general the, the opportunity he was getting last week and he delivered um there's not a lot of options to throw to yes derrick henry's gonna get his but they're gonna have to throw the ball probably at least 20 times right um so i think that 2700 he's an, he's an athletic dude he can run after the catch it only takes a couple. So uh, Chig Okonkwo is a, a guy that I'm heavily looking at because it's a really good way to save some money. Um, and 27 is just not that much. And then if you got a little bit extra money, I think Dulcich is a fine play over at 34. Yeah, I think uh, going back to my Woods point, like Chig might just be straight up a better play uh, because of price. Uh, the issue is you know, Austin Hooper still is there, but... Jake pretty much has a floor of three catches, 45 yards. Maybe he gets a touchdown for you at this point. Um, he's good in this offense. 2,700 is a great price. Hoover's 2,900, but I don't think you have to go there either. Um, yeah, Dulcich is probably going to be one of the highest owned of these tight ends. 3,400. Talent's there. People like him. 
you could play Travis Kelsey any week, but I mean, you, in cash, it's hard to do it. I'd probably not go uh, more than like Hawkinson, like Hawkinson and Firemuth. They're they're two other guys who each week do it, but like you could save eighteen hundred, just get Chig and uh, be probably fine at the tight end position. The way the tight end position has been working this year, actually, even the past couple of years, but um, it's like these guys are that are priced up are the only ones that are really going to potentially break the slate, but every other tight end probably gets like eight points and is fine. Cool. Um, I mean, honestly, you got anything else here at tight end you want to talk about? I mean, that's, that's the direction I'm going. It's pretty straightforward for myself. No, I think um, what I had mentioned earlier about uh, Hawkinson, I think I'd play him in Cousins teams, but I don't know if I would just play him uh, by himself. So uh, that 5,100 tag is a little tough. I don't think I'll go like double tight end this week. Probably viable if you want it, but um, I don't know about the upside for them. All right, close things out here. Defense special teams. Um, you know, we talked about liking Tyler Huntley, but I think Steelers at 28 kind of fits well with builds that I have. Um, yep. I think I think either side of the ball, honestly, Ravens even at 33, if you got the money, is is pretty solid. Um, I would go either way with Steelers or Ravens. Those are two two plays that I'm pretty comfortable with that I find myself going to a decent amount. Um, I think Bucks at, at 29 because uh, Brock Purdy's being rolled out there. There's kind of that range. I don't really feel comfortable much below the Steelers at 28. Um, but again, it's really just kind of punting and getting different. But usually Steelers or Bucks, are, you know, it's a hundred dollar difference is the direction that I've been finding myself going with the cash that I have. And I think if you go the Foreman route, you can go way down to Panthers D. I don't know if you have to go super cheap at defense this week, but there's not really a ton of them that are, that are sticking out this 28, 2900 range that you just mentioned. Probably the best of them. If you can get up to the Cowboys defense, I don't know. It's tough to do, but. Uh, they're probably just raw projection wise the best play, but yeah, there's there's not really cheap defenses that are, are standing out to me. I kind of like the Jets if you want to play that narrative that Allen is gets somewhat shut down again, and you want to do that Jonathan Knight stack with them. So I think I, Jets are probably the only other one under three K that I'm looking at. Final thoughts, week fourteen, Lou. That's an interesting week. I think. Uh, Last week was pretty straightforward. This one, you could do a few different things. You can pivot uh, if needed. If you see there's a lot of these trains of the same lineup that are being rolled out in a lot of double ups. So if you see that happening and you're on, say, Huntley, if you could find the 100, go up to golf. Like, do something different. If, if everyone is on this same lineup, do one thing different and you're, you're more likely to uh, outplay them. If you were to have the same lineup, it happened to me a lot last week. You're in this long train and everyone cashes, but they, they cash for less than double up. So it's almost more worth it to uh, go against the tide uh, in this state of DFS. Plug the work, plug the Twitter, my man. At lucky underscore Ludog, work at lucky trader, doing their DFS content for DraftKings Rainmakers as well. You can find me on Twitter at FFFalero. That's all we have today, folks. Don't forget, tell somebody you love them. Later. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing.
yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.